0: podcast answer man episode number 228 entertaining educational and encouraging content that makes a difference
1: this is gspn.tv join the community
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this is the podcast about podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you've been podcasting for many years or you haven't quite yet recorded that first episode, there's something we can all do to take our show to the next level. Well, my friends, welcome back to another episode of Podcast Answer Man. I am uh, delighted to bring to you a very special edition of this podcast. I'm actually recording the entire episode. Absolutely nothing that you hear in this episode is being recorded on anything other than a digital audio recorder. In fact, I'm using the Roland R-05 recorder right now to record what you're hearing at this very moment. The music that you heard at the front of the show there, the audio network ID, all that stuff added in post-production. That's right, my friends. I'm going old school just to show you what you can do with a single piece of equipment and why oftentimes when people say, hey, I'm really on a tight budget, uh, where should I start? What's one piece of equipment that I can buy to get started in podcasting And not have to worry about you know basically wasting my money when I go to upgrade my gear and I always say you should start off with a digital audio recorder and this is why because right now I am recording this and it sounds halfway decent now I wouldn't want to tell you right now that this entire episode is going to be completely unique uh, when it's compared to all of my other podcast episodes because I'm just going to be going around in different environments different environments to explain to you the different uses and the different ways the the uh, digital audio recorder will sound of course again everything that I'm going to be doing today is referring to the Roland R-05 recorder it is currently my favorite recorder Um, it took a while before I kinda got over the loss of the the Ediraw R-09HR being made and in in production but there are some reasons I like this Roland R-05 better. Uh, I like the display uh, in sunlight, Uh, it does not require any kind of backlight at all, and the battery life on the R-05 is amazingly awesome. And uh, there's just a couple other features that I like about the Roland R-05. It doesn't make sense that they go from R09HR to R05 as the newer model, but that's exactly how they've done it. And uh, just want to let you know, I'm going to be sharing with you different things. Now basically, I'm, I'm going to suggest to you right now that I think that this actually sounds pretty darn good considering the fact that I'm using nothing more than a, than the onboard condenser microphones built into this unit. I would, now hear. that's the other thing, because it is condenser microphones, I noticed that when I stop talking and I take a deep breath like that, you you hear it, but, uh, you know, still, I mean, I could control my breathing and, and I could probably be in a more relaxed state and kind of do that and, and stuff. So, I, I mean, there are things I could train myself to do better if if this was all I had to work with. Now, let me explain to you something real quickly here. Why is it that I'm actually sounding halfway decent with onboard condenser microphones? Because I am inside, by the way. I am inside my house recording with nothing more than the Edderall. However, I am standing in my closet. I am. I am actually standing in my closet, and and basically, and and it's not even a walk-in closet, it's one of those shallow closets with the two sliding doors, and in the closet are a bunch of shirts. And what I've done is I've parted two shirts, two t-shirts, and I have them in a triangle where in front of me, they're, they're kind of um, touching, you know, sh- shirt to shirt. And then the other ends are kind of like at my shoulder. So I'm kind of huddled in a triangle Uh, with my body and the two t-shirts making a triangle and holding the Edderall recorder just below my chest and speaking into the t-shirts. And so that's how I'm able to do this without getting a lot of uh, echo in the background. So so this is one thing that I can tell people to do is like you could go into, hopefully maybe you have a walk-in closet or something like that, turn the gain down pretty low but still try to get as close as you can to 12 to 6, you know, and, and of course, I'm trying to compensate here. I, I really want to avoid some some echo. So I, I'm actually only hitting just above negative on, 20 on the decibel scale here on the display. But it's giving me good audio. I'm actually listening to myself speak through a pair of uh, iPhone earbuds that are plugged into the headphone jack. So I, I'm able to monitor the sound. Uh, in fact, I'm actually going to turn the volume up so I actually, actually no, it's, it's all, all the way up so it's already at 60 which why don't the volumes go all the way up to 100 that doesn't make sense anyway but here I am I'm, I'm actually recording I'm pretty happy with this sound what I'm going to do now is I'm going to take you into some other environments and give you an idea of what it's going to sound like and so the next place I'm gonna go is into my studio And I'm gonna record um, you know just in the studio without you know being hiding in the closet, so hold on one second I'll be right back Okay, so here. I am now in my studio now. This is the same recording space that I normally Record my podcast answer man episodes in and of course uh, you can tell automatically that this sounds a lot different Um, it sounds like I'm Maybe in a dungeon somewhere, um, you know. Th- there's certainly a lot of echoing of my voice off of the walls in here. No- nothing here is soundproofed, sound treated by any stretch of the imagination. Um, it- it's just, it's just pretty, uh, pretty much an echo chamber. However, you know, normal episodes of podcast Answer Man sound really great, and the reason why is because when I'm in studio. I'm using a great dynamic broadcast microphone, the Heil PR-40 microphone. And uh, and, and so that, that really gets rid of a ton of echo because it's not con- powered condenser microphones like what's built into here. Now, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm gonna open up a uh, a drawer in here, actually, no, you know what? It's over here in my briefcase. I have a An interview microphone a dynamic microphone that I have specifically for interviews and to be honest with you I don't use it very often because I I really don't feel like I need to Um, one of the things that I would personally do and I'm just going to set the uh, the recorder down here on the table now so before I was I was in the studio holding this and and of course listen to that the the uh, water heater just now kicked on and I mean, you can hear, this is, this is just me moving things around, this is, this is one of the issues that you'll have with um, condenser microphones, is that you, I mean, you can hear everything. Of course, this is a good thing, too, if you have the right environment. The, what I was about ready to say, though, is if I was going to record an episode using um, this gear, I'm going to go over here and get another uh, uh, piece of gear here, okay. Um, if I was going to record an episode uh, or a, an interview with this microphone, I would avoid sitting in somebody's office where it's it's supposedly quiet because you know what? Uh, even here, here's me pressing pressing keys on a calculator. You know, I mean, check, oh, let me uh, give you another example um, that you have to uh, watch out for when when with condenser microphones. So, check this out. I am getting. A notebook here and uh, I'm just gonna write there you go that was just me writing on a piece of paper so uh, condenser microphones can be quite annoying but they can be great as well if you have the right atmosphere and we'll, we'll hopefully be able to find some of that for you but here's what I'm gonna do um, I'm actually now going to switch over to an interview microphone now the um, Roland R-05 has a one 1⁄8-inch jack line-in port, so I can bring in audio directly from my mixer into the digital audio recorder. That's how I'm always recording my shows, except for today, obviously. But um, I'm always bringing, you know, speaking into my professional gear, bringing audio clips into my mixer. Everything's brought into my mixer and coming out of my mixer and then... Um, Shooting out of the uh, tape output of my mixer into the line in port, the 1/8 inch line in port of this recorder, and therefore that's how I'm I'm recording things. Now there's also a 1/8 inch uh, microphone in port, and there are cables out there. I've got a cable in my hand right in front of me. I'll describe it to you. It's got a 1/8 inch uh, plug on one end that's going to go into the mic port on here, and then the other end is an XLR male. Uh, plug and that's going to plug right into the microphone that I have here. And I'm going to tell you what microphone I have. This is a professional quality interview microphone. It is the Electro Voice RE50B, RE50B. Now, can you sh- use a Shure SM58 out in the field? Yes, you can. However, the uh, Electro Voice RE50B is amazing in that it has kind of a built-in windscreen and and some other special uh, ways that it's manufactured to allow you to be out in a uh, even a windy environment and really get a good sound out of it without putting a big foam windscreen on it. And uh, it's also built for very low handling noise, so you can hold this in your hand and, and not worry about it transferring a lot of sound into your recording. Um, and, and it just looks so darn professional. Um, and, and, and so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna stay here in the studio, I'm gonna pause for just a second while I plug this microphone into the recorder here and, uh, and give you a sample of what that sounds like. Okay, so here I am. I am now in my studio still, and I am using a, the Electrovoice RE50B and speaking directly uh, on top of this microphone. You'll notice that when I'm not talking, you don't hear all of that other stuff that was going on in the background. You don't hear the the water heater going in the background. Uh, you don't hear the the massive echo off the the sides of the walls. And uh this in, in fact, I'm I'm going to even show you one other thing. That I'm going to actually hook up the Heil PR40 directly to this recorder and give you an idea of what that sounds like. Okay, so here I am. I am now talking into the Heil PR40 microphone. Now, this is in my studio. Again, still no echo from the walls in the studio here. This is, there is no mixer involved at all. And this is me talking into the professional Heil PR40 broadcast microphone using that special cable with the XLR on one end and 1 8 inch plug on the other end going directly into the microphone input, and this, my friends, is how it sounds. So so there's there a there's a bit of a more full, natural body voice uh, sound that's represented from the Heil PR-40. There's no question about that. So here I am. Um, I'm going to... Let's see if I can say the same phrase. This is the Heil PR-40 microphone. All right, now I'm going to switch over to the electro voice. And this, this is not the Heil PR-40 microphone. All right, so, so again, this is not the Heil PR-40 microphone. And I'll switch back. And this is the Heil PR-40 microphone. So you can you can hear a a more full body uh, a voice or a sound from the hile. But anyway, I just wanted to demonstrate to you that you can use dynamic microphones plugged in to the Roland recorder. And uh, it's a next perfect step. So so people who say, okay, I want to buy you know, I'm I can only afford to buy things one piece at a time. So you start off with uh, the Roland recorder and just use the internal microphones. And then you can easily add one dynamic microphone. You don't even have to go and buy a a mixer at this point. You could actually go straight and get the Heil PR40 next and then just get this cable and plug it right into your Roland recorder. Okay, I'm now going to see if I can find another environment to give you an example of some other things you can do here. All right, my friends, this right here I'm going to tell you is my favorite environment to record interviews or to record audio with just the internal microphones on my recorder. And it is simply outdoors. You notice there is no echo at all anywhere of my voice. And what do you hear? You hear crickets and and, and all kinds of other stuff going on in the trees. Because I live close to the airport, if you, I'm gonna be silent for just a minute. Just you'll you'll hear a car that's just driving off. I hear cars racing down the street somewhere far away, and I hear the airport down the road. But you know what? This is this is a this is an environment. It, it, it kind of gives you the feel that you're here with me, and um, I, I kind of like this environment. No, no matter where I'm at, I I don't mind the the sounds. I don't mind the crickets. I don't mind this because it, it, in a way it's, it's kind of like you're here with me. Um, and it's one of my favorite ways to record a podcast. Now listen to this. And, and now, f- by the way, this, I should have told you at the beginning of this episode that, you know, the, all of this is done better with, uh, having headphones on or something like that. Um, there was just a moment ago, a slight breeze. Now, right now on the Roland recorder, I do not have a windscreen on here. Now the Roland R-05 comes with a windscreen. Honestly, I don't like it. Um, I went out and bought a cheap little foam windscreen that would normally go over something like a, a Shure SM58, and I put it on my Roland recorder and then cut out around... You took a pair of scissors and cut out around the display, and it works much better as a windscreen. But since it's not so windy right now... I'm out here and uh, not using a windscreen, but uh, I brought it just with me just in case it does get windy so I can demonstrate to you what the wind would sound like. But um, it doesn't look like it's going to be that much of an issue here. And But I just want to let you know, so whenever I go outside, sometimes I'll, I'll uh, bring this along just in case it is windy. Next thing I'm going to do is uh, go into my car and I'm going to sit in the car and record. Hold on one second. Okay, so I am now sitting in in my car. Now, obviously, you know, it, I'm, I'm really sitting just inches away from where I was before, but you don't hear the crickets. You don't hear the airplanes. Um, you don't hear a lot of other noises. The car's not running, it's just quiet. And the car is, I wouldn't call it soundproof, but it, it, it certainly um, sounds a lot better than maybe sitting in my studio. And and I want to tell you, I, I could see myself occasionally saying, hey, you know what? Let's let's sit down in the car here, and uh, and record an interview together. Now the thing is, is of course, temperature is a huge factor here, because y- you wouldn't want the windows down. Matter of fact, I think somebody had asked me, you know, what if I was to be in my car, and I I roll the windows down, what would it sound like? And so let me pull my keys out, and turn this on and I'll roll the windows down all right there we go and and this is what it sounds like and so it it obviously does not sound the same as what it does as if you're outside because you can hear my voice is still echoing off the the uh the windshield in here. And so and, and of course it it's it, so I still have I still sound like I'm in the car. Um even with the windows down right now and and again I'm going to you you hear just barely hear, you know, the the sounds around me. Now let hold on, let me uh, I've got these power windows. Hold on. So this is what it sounds like now and I'm going to put the windows up. Actually my Ah. Battery says okay, you haven't used it for a while. There we go. All right. And and here it is with the windows up. So obviously there it does provide a great sound barrier, but you can still tell that I'm I'm in here. Now, one of the things that you can do and and you could even do this in the studio and I've talked about this in the past is you could turn your you could actually turn your gain down and get closer to the microphones. Now you want to avoid doing this. You don't want to talk right into the microphones because you hear the wind from my mouth at certain points when I'm talking. And you also occasionally will get a popped P. All right. And so you don't want to do that. So what I'm doing here is I've got the gain turned way down right now. All right. And now I have, I'm, I'm looking here and I see that I'm still not quite as loud as what I would want to be but I'm right up here next to the microphone where my my mouth is probably about an inch and a half, about an inch over top of the recorder but speaking directly over top of the recorder and, and even still I'm getting a little you know wind sound and popping sound so so it's not the greatest solution there but it certainly cuts down <laughs> yeah that, that doesn't sound good but um you know you, you can play around with it so what i'm doing is i'm pulling the microphone uh, or the the gain up so that i can pull the recorder further from my mouth and that completely eliminates the popping p sound and and the wind sounds you notice and, and by the way you still hear me blowing like that, but it doesn't sound like, like that. That's the difference. And I'm sorry if you had your headphones on. Of course you have your headphones on. I told you to have your headphones on, but anyway, this is what it sounds like inside of a car. All right. And, um, so I'm going to go back outside because I want to, I want to give you another sound of outside with the onboard, but then give you another, uh, idea of what it sounds like outside with me using the, um, with the uh, Voice uh, microphone. So if I was outside with the airplanes and the crickets and everything else, how would that sound on the electrovoice? So I'm gonna go back outside now. Okay, so here I am, back outside. I hear the, the crickets, I hear traffic noises from the road. Currently not hearing an airplane at this very moment in time, uh, but I'm sure it'll come back. But what I'm going to do is I'm literally, I'm not even going to pause this time. I'm just going to plug in the microphone and it's going to, oh, let me put my keys back in my pocket. I'm not even going to pause this time. And so you're going to hear me plugging it in and it's going to go, the The sound's going to go away for just a second while it transitions over to the the uh, the Electro Voice microphone that's been plugged in. And, and you're going to hear the immediate difference. Okay, okay so here I am. So now, and I'm going to turn up the, the input volume just a little bit. Okay. So here I am outside. And, uh, in fact, this is the exact level of what I want to be. Uh, now there, right there. I do hear a little bit of handling noise. All right. But it's, but trust me, I was moving my hand a lot to get that. All right. So what, what I would do is in, in the electro voice is made in such a way that you can get a good firm grip on this microphone. And once you do, you really shouldn't be moving your fingers or anything like that at all, at all. So you won't have any handling noise as long as you have a good firm grip and you just uh, white knuckle it for a little bit. Uh, but anyway, I'm out here. I'm outside and I'm, I'm talking into an Electro-Voice microphone. Now, what I would do in this scenario is when I'm talking, I point the microphone to me. And uh, when the other person is talking, I would point the microphone to them. And this is what it would sound like, and and I'm outside in this in the same noisy environment. But again, I actually like the crickets. I like the background noise. It kind of gives a, a sound and a feel. And um, and uh, in fact, what I'm going to do right now um, is is I'm going to get I'm going to insert in post production. An audio clip from when I did an uh, an interview with Mignon Fogarty from, Gra- um, who is also known as Grammar Girl, but I did an interview with her in a restaurant, and just to give you an idea of what it sounded like, and and the recorder was just sitting on the table. We were at a booth, and my wife and I, and and Mignon was there, and it was just an amazing conversation that we had, and the recorder was just sitting on the table so uh, I'm going to go ahead and play that for you right now in, in podcast answer man so I want to talk to you about your podcasting mm-hmm. because obviously you're you guys haven't you have a network but before we talk about the network I want to ask how did you get into podcasting you were a technical writer right and you have a passion for grammar right so explain just real quickly I fell
2: into it it was my hobby um, I was working as a technical writer and I was bored and I love technology and I wanted to try something new and it was in uh, middle of 2006 and I heard about this thing called podcasting and I thought I'd give it a try so I uh, I had to, I did a science podcast first I did um, absolute science for about eight months and that won awards and it did well but it was never going to be a business it, it wasn't big enough and so I was looking for something simpler to do because that show took me 20 hours a week to produce. I didn't know what I was doing. I was learning how to do the audio. I had a co-host who I had to schedule with and he was remote so we had to merge the audio together and then sometimes we would interview a third person and it was, it just took a lot of time and so I thought about, uh, I was looking for something simpler to do and so doing quick uh, scripted tips by myself seemed as if it would take a lot less time and um, grammar was something I was interested in so that was what I did and I just threw it up on iTunes and it was in the top 100 within 3 or 4 weeks and it's been there ever since.
0: Yeah so, yeah, so basically the whole idea here, and, the, and I consult with a lot of people to train them about podcasting, and a lot of people say, you know, how can I, you know, I'm trying to figure out what I want to podcast about, I want, and what can I do that's going to get me, you know, tons of listeners, yeah. and I'm like, no, 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 forget about the number of listeners, and what is it that you're most passionate yeah. about, what is it that drives you, I mean, what is it that, you know, you would just talk about all day long, and people would be interested in hearing what you have to say. Yeah. That's really the place to start with podcasting, because otherwise, you're you're going at it in a way that yeah, people love listening to passion.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, and and I'm I'm okay with listening to a topic that I don't necessarily find exciting myself, but if I hear that the person who's talking about it is it's so yes. sold out passionate about it I get excited about it. I
2: do, too. You know, I subscribe to the Slate podcasts, and they put all their shows on the same feed, and they launched a new show called, um, it's a sports podcast, and I would never in a million years choose to listen to a sports podcast on my own, but it just came on the feed, and I listened to it because it was there, and it's wonderful, and they're so excited about it, and I've actually learned uh, things about sports that are fascinating, and I listen to this show every week. It's its crazy. I mean, never, if you'd asked me what I listen to as a sports podcast, I would have I said, no, why would I ever do that? But, but they're great.
0: Well, there you go, my friends. That is the interview I did with uh, Mignon Fogarty. Wow, I had so much fun talking with her. I, it just And just listening to that clip reminds me of what it was like to be there. You know, it, it, it does. I just feel I, if you put your headphones on, you can listen to that clip and you literally feel like you're at the restaurant with us. And I absolutely loved it. Anyway, um, real quickly here, by the way, I'm back in the studio. That's why you hear my voice echoing and everything like that. That's because I just don't feel like going up to the closet to finish this episode. But if I only had this recording uh, or this recorder, that's probably what I would do is I would go into a place that, that's either going to give me a better environment or, um, I'd probably go into the closet to record, but I'm not gonna do that here. I am, however, going to explain to you how I can bring in audio clips into my show when I only have this digital audio recorder. Two different ways I'm going to do it. First, I'm going to play a clip, and by the way, I just loaded up, whatever way you feel like you wanna do it, put the audio clips, the voicemail feedback that you get for your show onto your iPod or your iPhone. I have mine on my iPhone, And so what I'm going to do is I'm just gonna play it through the little speaker here. I'm gonna take a call from Jason and I'm literally just gonna hold the speaker of my iPhone up to the onboard microphones and uh, we're gonna hear Jason. Now normally I would put this into uh, airplane mode. Uh, I'm not gonna do that. Hopefully we won't get interrupted with a tweet or a notification that comes through. So Jason, take it away my friend. Hi Cliff, this is Jason Piles calling from Salt Lake City, Utah with a question for the podcast Answer Man. Could you please tell me what kind of sweet, sweet words I need to say to get iTunes to update my artwork for the Best Picture podcast? I thought I had done it correctly, but for weeks now I still have that default armless, legless, purple podcasting guy. So thanks Cliff, you're the best. All right, so there you go. That, again, I was just holding my iPhone literally up to the onboard microphones. It's as simple, you don't get any easier than that, my friends. Um, So, and uh, and of course, um, I'm going to answer Jason's question. Jason, the answer to your question is this. there's nobody that you need to talk to. You just need to have your RSS feed configured properly. And of course, if you're following my instructions, which I'm pretty sure you are, uh, you have set up your FeedBurner feed. Burner feed. Um, and so what you want to do is you want to go into FeedBurner, uh, sign in, click on your feed. And then what you want to do is under the SmartCast option, uh, then, then what you'll do is you'll, you'll uh, see on the right hand side, it'll say, you know, podcast url so you paste in the url to what i recommend now is your 600 by 600 pixel artwork and then you click preview just to make sure that the, the 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 image is coming up and as long as you do that click save your settings at the bottom and uh in fact one of the other things i might even encourage you to do i don't think it's necessary but go over to the Troubleshoot ties tab, scroll down to the bottom and click resync now. Just go ahead and do that. All right. And if you do that, it should automatically pick up your image in iTunes. If that's if, if you did in fact submit your feed burner feed to iTunes. All right, now here's the situation. Now of course it seems to me like you maybe did not have an art an, an piece of artwork and now you're adding one. Now if you've just added your artwork it's not going to show up immediately let me just explain to you this is just a directory listing and um in and, and if you can imagine like the yellow pages let's just say you the the yellow page the, the local phone company just printed a a copy of the yellow pages a few like 3 or 4 weeks ago and then all of a sudden you just rented a new space and and set up your business you know this week well, you, the, you call up the phone company. You get your uh, business account listed. You actually say, "Hey, this is what I want my business account to look like," and stuff like this. And and when you set up your yellow pages, or well, when, and when you do it all of that, the thing is, is your your. Um, your information your telephone number for your business is not going to be in the yellow pages until the next year the next time that they they print a new book and distribute it to everyone so you're just not going to be in there until the next time they get around to reprinting now let's just say that you you've been in business now for a while and you in and during this entire time you never did put a picture of yourself in your your yellow pages ad All right but the so but you do have the name of your business you got your logo and everything like this and then all of a sudden uh the next time they they reprint the yellow pages and distribute to everybody now you're in there but then let's just say you go to this marketing seminar and they say you know the 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 fact is is that you get 80 percent more results on people who will call you if you have a picture of yourself in your yellow pages ad So it's like, oh man, that's amazing. So now you spend some money, have your Yellow Pages ad redesigned to include your photo and you submit that to the people over at the Yellow Pages and guess what? It's not going to show up until the next year when they reprint a new book. Now, the thing is, is iTunes is no different in that they are a directory and that they are not live and immediately, instantaneously updating your changes. So what this means is now the good news is that you don't have to wait a year. You know they don't just update their listings once a, once a year. They th- there are three different places that you are that where um, iTunes is caching information, storing static information storing dynamic information as though it's static so they don't have to consistently be running processes to can to go and see what this page should look like so your listing page like the actual page that is set up and designed specifically for your podcast is your listing all right and they're not pulling that information from your RSS feed every single time somebody loads it. I mean, it'd be ludicrous with the hundreds of thousands of podcasts and the number of people who are searching for podcasts. It would be crazy on their servers if they did that. So what they do is they go and look at all the listings and they do that search and they keep it stored. and and Or actually once it's pulled up, it, 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 it pulls it up and it stores that for about 24 to 48 hours at, at times. And so if you actually do a change of your artwork from your RSS feed, don't be surprised if it doesn't show up in your listing for 24 to 48 hours. All right. And the same thing is true is they have search results. So sometimes you'll do a search for, and, and, and I've seen this so many times where people email me and say, hey, Cliff, I uploaded my new artwork. Just like you said, my listing page looks great. But when I search for my podcast, it still has the old information. And here's what's going on. The listing page they cache those results sometimes within twenty four or up to twenty four to forty eight hours. The search results can be actually cached somewhere between two to seven days, and I've seen it as long as I've seen it as long as fourteen days that they're actually caching those results. So it's going to take time for for your image and your change of category. And that's a question I just got from Andy Traub recently is that they changed one of his client's uh, categories from uh, religion to business. And they, you know, the, his, his listing showed the change, but his search, when you search for this guy's name, it shows his, his podcast and it shows it under the category of religion and that's what it originally was set up at and i just thought you guys just need to be patient 7 to 14 days if it haven't hasn't changed then then you can you can start worrying but it they're just caching the results you have to wait until they actually reprocess their searches again and and store them for the next time around it's kind of like waiting for the yellow pages to do that and um and, and i said there were three places there's the listing there's the search there's the search results actually there's just two places Those are the two. Those are the two places where those things are cached. So anyway, hopefully that answers your question. Now here's the situation. Now the reason why I know that he did not have an image before, and he and he's adding an image for the first time to his feed is because he said that he's just got the default iTunes logo guy. All right. Now here's the situation, and I see this very often, and and I've had this come up like two or three times, and it wasn't until the third time I realized what was going on where somebody had their artwork, and let's just say my artwork is, because I'm Podcast Answer Man, let's just say my artwork is at podcastanswerman.com slash images pam.jpg. That's my image, all right? Now what's going on is I, sit, I, I actually put that into my FeedBurner uh, URL image. I go to FeedBurner, click on the feed for Podcast Answer Man. I click on the SmartCast. Uh, option and then I put in you know podcastanswerman slash images slash p a m p a m dot jpg which by the way is not where my image is by the way and just in case you decide to look it up but anyway and then I cl- click preview and boom sure enough it's it's there well what if I change my image to a different logo altogether. Well, I wanna, let's just say I go ahead and keep the name pam.jpg and I just replace the image that was there previously. And then I go over to FeedBurner and I say preview and lo and behold, because it still has podcastanswerman.com slash images slash jpg, when I click preview, it still pulls up the image. All right, and so um, everything appears to be fine. But i've had clients who have done exactly these steps now i did not know that this is what they were doing i did not know this but this is exactly what they were doing and they would update their image and and their listing wouldn't change their their search results image that shows up in the search results wouldn't change nothing would change and they're like okay cliff i've waited two weeks now it's been three weeks now it's been four weeks and I'm like, hmm, something seems off here. And what happened was is they were using the exact same file name at the same file URL, and somehow, some way, itunes assumed that since it was the same url for the image and nothing had changed that they didn't need to actually go and pull the image so they didn't actually go and pull the image again from the actual server they just kept the one they already had because it, obviously to them it was the same image that it nothing has changed there because it's got the same exact file name with the same path and so in that scenario what i could do is actually do pam-2 or pam2 or pam updated.jpg and upload that change that in feed burner feed and then within 24 to 48 hours my listing will change and within somewhere between you know a couple days all the way up to as many as two weeks my search results will update the change so jason hopefully that answers your question and uh, now what i'm going to do is i'm going to um, play one more piece of audio feedback and this comes from james and I wanna to explain to you what I'm doing here. I've loaded up James's audio feedback, just like I did Jason's, and it's on my iPhone, ready to play. And I have with me, right in front of me, I'm holding a cable, and it, and this cable literally, this cable's very short, I think it's probably about um, 18 inches long, and it has a 1 8 inch stereo jack on both ends. So I just plugged one end of this into my uh, iPhone so it, it's just into the headphones jack and the other 1 8 inch jack I'm about ready to plug into the line in port of the Roland recorder. Now I am not going to do any post production on this but I am going to play James's feedback and then I am going to comment on James's feedback and I'm not gonna have to do any editing at all. And let me explain to you how I'm doing this. And this is one of the reasons I love the pause button. Never buy a di- digital audio recorder without a pause button. It's just insane. Um, I, di- I didn't wanna call anybody stupid, but it's just insane. Okay, so is calling somebody insane better than calling somebody stupid? No. Um, and for those of you who have purchased a digital audio recorder and it doesn't have a pause button, it's not that you're insane or stupid. You were just ignorant of the fact that there are so many benefits of having a pause button ah okay maybe i should edit that out but i won't so anyway what i'm gonna do is as soon as i'm done talking and say hey james take it away i'm going to hit the pause button I'm then going to plug in and it's going to my a recorder is still going to be in standby record mode and I'm still going to be able to preview things. So I'm going to plug in the 1/8 inch jack into the line in port. I'm going to play James's feedback, verifying the audio levels are just right. I'm going to stop that. And, and once I, I'm positive, the audio levels are right. I'm then going to unpause, hit play, let James say whatever James is going to say. Then I'm going to pause the recording as soon as he's done. And then I'm gonna unplug the 1 inch jack from my recorder, and then I'm going to set the, make sure my audio levels are right back to where they are now or somewhere close to it that sound good, and then I'm gonna respond, and I'm not gonna to have to do any post-production. So, I'll tell you what, James, take it away. Hello Cliff, this
1: is James Festini from jamesfestini.com. Hey, I wanted to make a confession to you today. I'm a fool. I should have listened to you in the first place and signed up with all of your products and gone through you exclusively when it came time to launch my podcasting ambitions. I spent well over $1,000 when I could have probably pulled it off for five or 600 bucks if I had just listened to you. So now I sit in front of my beautiful Heil PR40, which is actually the only thing I got at a good discount on sale. But otherwise, all of the time and equipment that I bought into and threw away and put in a closet... I should have gone through you. So this is a testimony to anybody who's considering cutting corners and thinking they're going to get out of this cheap and with quality. I don't recommend it. Just go ahead and cut the check out to Cliff and make sure that he is the one that guides you from A to Z. Thank you.
0: Well, James, thank you so much for the feedback. Wow, what an encouraging piece of uh, testimonial. And uh, you're absolutely right. You can do podcasting on the cheap. And I have nothing against people who do that, especially those who are wanting to start out as a hobby. Uh, but there's certainly, um, you know, when it comes to quality, there are some things that you can do. And, and I'm hopefully demonstrating to people right here, right now that you can you can start off with an initial investment of just a digital audio recorder and Do so much. And uh, in fact, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let the music start right now. I'm not even hearing the music, but uh, there it is in the background, my friends. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. Sounds completely different than what you're normally used to hearing. But you know what? I still produced a full professional podcast episode here for podcast answer man still valuable still informative still gives great value and i have no doubt that this episode will be a favorite of many guys thank you so much uh and uh if you haven't done so already tell somebody else about learnhowtopodcast.com and uh, i want to let people know that my next course for podcasting a to z is coming up in november And, uh, I think I'm actually going to officially announce right now for the very first time that that is actually going to start on Tuesday, November 1st and, uh, and, and, um, it's going to be awesome. So I hope that you guys will join me if you haven't, uh, done so already in the podcasting A to Z, but you've been thinking about it. So, uh, get in now. Uh, and uh, let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll touch base with you. Just send me an email, cliff at com, if you want to be uh, in there. Anyway, more details on all that stuff coming soon. Thank you for tuning in. Gotta go. God bless you all. Until next time, take your show to the next level.